Welcome back to the 30th episode of Where's My Stick? I'm Kelsey. I'm Danielle. And I'm Christy. And this week we're very excited because we watched the movie Miracle, um, the 2004 Disney one, and we are so excited to talk about it. But first, there are a few little tidbits from around the league that we wanted to touch upon just real quickly. Um, So first up... Paul Fenton was fired after one year as GM of the Wild. Um, his most notable contribution to the team was calling Matt Zuccarello a lizard. <laughs> um, <laughs> some of his shortcomings, um, as it's coming out in the media, is that he was not very much into analytics, um, and he didn't. It was believed that he didn't really understand it, so he didn't know how to use it in his decision making. So he was kind of afraid of it. And, for instance, he really didn't invite the analytics guys during the trade deadline and the lead-up to that. So they ended up trading Nino Niederreiter, who is analytically quite good, for Victor Rask, who is analytically quite bad. Um, And he also spent a lot of time trying to patch up leaks and accusing staff of having loose lips and routinely threatening jobs and basically had everyone working on or walking on eggshells. So it kind of seems like it was... um, he was bad for the room, so to speak, um, which I think is interesting because it shows that the room isn't just the players. It goes much, much further than that. In a quote from Craig Leopold, it kind of made it sound like everything was wrong with Will <laughs> Fenton. Um, he said that he was tremendous at scouting, but the other portion of being a GM, such as the organizational, strategic, the management of people, the hiring and motivation of the departments, uh, he wasn't really a good fit for. So that's pretty much everything. But um, yeah, he was excused of his position. And we'll see what the Wild looks like in the coming season. Craig Leopold's not, like he's been like an owner for 22 years. And in those 22 years, he's only hired three GMs. And he, I, I didn't know this, but he's like, he was a GM of the National Predators. Or no, no, he was the owner of the National Predators. And now the owner of um, the Minnesota Wild. And so in those 22 years, he's only hired three people. And the third one was just like just last year. So like he hired David Poyle. He hired, um, this is it's how ironic I'm forgetting his name, uh, oh, Chuck, Chuck Fletcher. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so it's like, this isn't for like, it just shows like how like, a guy like an owner who has been, been an owner for like over two decades like fired a gm in just one year after like he must have did like even more things that we don't even know about or that wasn't in that article um like he must like he changed everything so quickly that like the gm who i mean the owner who never like hires people like my you might say hires one gm every decade fired him after one year it's just crazy or is willing to like stick it out with people if he kind of believes in what they're doing. Yeah, and then also like kind of like, especially with that quote, like it was like, so he was really good at this part, um, but like he was really good at like, the other everything else, and it was like, so when you interviewed him, 
were you just looking at the scouting part of interviewing him or, you know, and, um, so that was really kind of like, uh, but I, I wish I had, like, I wish I took the time to like look at Minnesota's drafting hit drafting history because they draft a lot of different players. Um, and to the, from what I've noticed from Minnesota, they draft a lot of players of color there. So I just would want to see like his drafting history, um, this year. Because a lot of people say that Minnesota's draft wasn't that good, so. because uh, he was, didn't he? Uh, he was the assistant he, coach on Nashville. Assistant GM in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So he helped with Nashville's drafting. Yeah, and this okay, year would have been the first time he did it. Oh, okay, never mind then, because Nashville drafts really good. They yeah. draft like number one defenseman, like it's nothing. Yeah, and then I also wonder if, like, that's why he was willing to give him a chance because he knew him from Nashville and then to bring him over from the yeah. – um, to the Wild because the Wild kind of are rebuilding but not and, like, bringing someone who has, like, good scouting um, tendencies yeah. could have been able to help them, but obviously not. I think that, like, term of, like, rebuilding but not is, like, staying competitive. That's, like, what a lot of GMs try to do, which is, to me, uh, unrealistic. It's not, it's unrealistic and it's not, like, sustainable. Like, unless you're just trying to, like, reach the first and second round every year. Which they've been doing consistently. Yeah, but it's, like, I mean, is that good? It kind of brings me back to, like, Vancouver. Like, yeah, you get into the playoffs but you don't make any noise there so like what's the <laughs> point like you're not gonna win a cup like you know what I'm saying I like also, if you just I also wonder like if Minnesota's one of those teams that need like the playoff revenue cause like I know for Florida that's probably a big thing that they need like the those, at least the three games or whatever that they're gonna get from playoffs see that would be surprising to me because don't they call Minnesota uh, Minnesota, like Hockey USA or something like that. Or is that uh, the state of hockey? The state of hockey, yeah. And like, I mean, we'll talk about this later. But there's a ton of <laughs> players from Minnesota, and like, that's like a big hockey market. So it would be surprising to me that they would need the revenue from, um, from playoff games because like everyone in that that state loves hockey. But that, that I can also say then that being that there's tons of like. University of Minnesota, I don't even know if that's actually a real college, but, like, different, like, college (laughs) hockey teams that take, that people might say, like, oh, I'd rather go see, like, the Gophers play because they'll they'll actually win or instead of the Wild. I don't know. I don't know. Right. It could be, like, a saturated market. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I sort of thought it was interesting, um, Daniel, when you mentioned that Leopold had only... He very rarely hires new general managers. Yeah. Do you think that maybe he almost set up Fenton for failure? Like maybe because the last time he hired someone was in two thousand nine, uh-huh. um, and the game has changed so much. Do you think maybe he wasn't looking for maybe someone who's who has um, brought analytics into their process or? Do you just think that he had the right idea, this just wasn't the candidate to go for? I mean, for me personally, I think 
he had the right idea, just wasn't the right candidate. Like, and it just seems, it also seems like he was kind of lazy with looking because yeah. if you just got someone that you knew, but you didn't know that he was, he wouldn't be good at the job. Like, I don't know, you didn't really do your research. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, firing a guy after, you know, him being your GM for 10 years, you want to make sure the guy next to him, I mean, the guy that, you know, is, comes in after him is going to do like, change his team for the better so i don't know that's it's an interesting question but i think for me i'd just say he didn't do the research because that really shocks me that question like that his comments where it was like he's really good at scouting but he wasn't good at anything else it's like okay so when you interview a gm you know what are you what are you asking what are you looking for like when you i mean honestly kind of like when you go scout gms like, you know, when you're trying to, like, go background checks and all that stuff, like, what are you looking for? Is it just like, oh, yeah, he's a great guy? Yeah. I also I also wonder, like, who who does the hiring of, like, the analytics people? I think like, cause did so, so those people that he didn't use, because I know, like, some of them came from, like, really big, like, analytic websites. So... Were they hired before he got there or after he got there? I think that, I I mean, I'm just going off of, like, what I think. I think they were already hired. I heard that um, Chuck Fletcher um, likes analytics. Um, So I think he he actually just hired someone for for the Flyers. So um, I think he does. I think he hired the people that Minnesota has currently. Okay. Because I don't think that it didn't say anywhere in the article that uh, Fenton hired any analytical people. Right. I also, also feel like he probably wasn't prepared <laughs> to be like, no. like cause, okay, because like some of the things like the management of people, yeah. like motivational stuff, like that's something either you have it or you don't. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I also think he probably just wasn't prepared for the job. Yeah. But I also feel like, I mean, in life, there's a lot of people who are put in leadership roles that don't have good leadership qualities, um, which is like a big pet peeve of mine. <laughs> but <laughs> I also think that, like, as a GM, you also need to know how to, like, read the room. And, like, if you're, if I'm not good at, like, analytics, I would want, like, my assistant GM or whoever I'm keeping, like, real close to me to be really good at analytics okay do you think it's it was it's curious that he was um fenton was relieved now after the draft and like after the um free agency and everything i just think it's it shows you how like toxic it was just like a last minute decision they were like oh my god we cannot keep this we cannot keep this guy around like fire him because like if it came like if you if they thought about it, then why would they let him go in the draft with that? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like they were just like, oh my God, we can't keep doing this. Like, we're probably like, we're going to lose. Because didn't, uh, what's his name? Parise? What's Parise? Zach Parise say, like, I don't know if I'm going to spend the rest of my career here. Where are you going to go? Who's going to take that contract? I mean, like, listen, say someone does take that contract. I mean, someone took uh, Lucic. Let's not, uh-huh. you know. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But the fact, and I know that, like, the GM of, I mean, the 
owner of Minnesota does not want like their star Minnesota boy leaving. So yeah, I don't know. That just is like it. Just to me, it just shows how like it wasn't even there was no thought to this. It was just like we need to get this done. Yeah, like so scary. Like imagine being that toxic of a person <laughs> <laughs> and an organization like you're there for a year. That's oh my god! That's, that's so why crazy. he has no comment in the article. He's he's upset about it. Wait, what? what he... I I forget what was his sign. Yeah, I was just about to say. I, I feel like <laughs> I he was, was a like... Capricorn. Maybe I don't think he was like a Gemini. I thought maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man! We literally just talked about this. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was like Capricorn guys or like. They're seen as cold. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and people do say that, but they're fine. Thank God. Anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right, so next up, Kevin Shattenkirk was bought out by the Rangers. Um, They needed the cap space, and getting rid of Shattenkirk was what was, was the option that was going to give them the most. Um, so five million five hundred sixteen thousand hundred sixty-seven comes off the books immediately, and that's helpful for them because they still have to sign Brendan Lemieux and Tony D'Angelo. Um, I mean, I guess with and then since they also have Truba incoming, Shattenkirk really would have fallen down um, the pairings a little bit and just wasn't quite as necessary. Um, and in his career with the Rangers, he's kind of had a tough tough go of it. He's played 119 games since 2017 with a total of 51 points and a negative 15 plus minus. Um, His career in New York was plagued by a knee injury and a torn meniscus and his play suffered a lot. So he will no longer be suiting up for the Rangers. I I felt bad for him because he wanted to come to New York because I guess he's from like Westchester or something, but um, it just never worked out for him. <laughs> and that's like that he was bought out, but I just I don't think he was the worst defenseman on the Rangers. Um, but I guess like he he was getting paid more, so I didn't really think he was that good of a player. I definitely don't think he was good enough to get a contract like that in New York. Um, but that injury really did, like, mess up his game. And I do feel bad for him about that because, like, yeah, like, that was his dream was to play at home and then to play at home and become, like, a a player that, like, a lot of your fan base dislikes. Um, it sucks and it has to be really hard on the person. So I, I feel really bad for him that way. And it's just crazy that, like, the Rangers have to buy out his contract to get under the cap because of how much they spent this offseason. Um, I don't know. And, I, like, I agree with you, Chrissy. I didn't think that, like, out of all the Rangers' defense, like, it wouldn't have been Shattenkirk that I um, bought out. Like, even, like, yeah, he's making a lot, but, like, it's just crazy how close to the cap they are because, like, he's making a lot, but, like, he wouldn't be bad on, like, your third pair because you have – or your second pair okay. and you have Truba. And you and you can you could use Truba however you want, and, like, as he gets acclimated to running a power play, you know, well, I guess not really because they had Shattenkirk on the power play, but then they had 
forwards on the power play, so no one was good. Five forwards. Five forwards on the power play, so no one was good. But um, yeah, that's just crazy. It's like, like I am not trying to be like sentimental, but like One Direction was very like true when they said like, like look how fast the night changes because like it yeah. does. I just feel like he just got there and then already they're buying him out. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to see like um like like players like tra- like their dreams just fall apart it's 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 really it's sad i mean but he's like a multi-millionaire so i'm like i'm not like oh, i'm so sad for <laughs> I'm him sure he'll but, be okay financially yeah but, like he'll be okay. yeah emotional. i just I'm wonder really... like what team could like pick him up because you can pick him up on the cheap and like have him on your second or third pair because he just yeah. wants to play oh no only three like i mean that's yeah, like I mean, in real life, that's not a lot, but in like I mean, he's thirty and like injury Like, what yeah. if that he never heals from that? But then, what if he does? Who knows? That really sucks. Um, I don't know. It it just kind of reminded me how like hockey and sports, everything is so like tentative. Yeah, and players want to play, but sometimes it's not possible. Yeah. And, like, it just shows you how much, like, they play when hurt, too. Yeah. Or, like, not 100%. It's just... Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I would have bought out Mark. So... Yeah, we know. We know. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I mean, like, literally, you could make a drinking um, game on last episode. How many times Christy brings up Brian buying out Brian Little? You will be dead if you do it. Like, literally. Like, literally. She talks about all the time. When I was editing, I was just like, no one would be saying anything. And then I'd be like, okay, but do you see how much money they're giving Brian? Little. I I was like, I literally was like, I promise you we'll talk about the the Jets. Like, can we please get through? Like, why? I was on the outline first. Like, I promise you. I know you think I'm a liar. I'm not lying about this. Wild. It was was a lot. So, do you guys think he will be picked up by another team? Or do you think this is... Goodbye? I don't know. Yeah, true. Who do you think... What do you think will happen first? Jake Gardner getting signed? Or... Derek Oh, I was going to say Shaqford because they're defensive, but Derek Broussard, which that's a good one. Oh, God. That's crazy. Winnip- not Winnipeg. Toronto and Pittsburgh. Mm. And, like, the way they talked about those two players in the media specifically, I really think is the reason why they're not signed. Yeah. I agree with you. Terrible. Broussard was doing well in Colorado, I thought. I mean... He was, but not, like, enough to... Yeah, like, yeah, wait, the thing about it is is that they'd be gone from Pittsburgh, and the the writers would still be like, oh, Derek Broussard didn't have a point tonight. It's like, (laughs) whoa! Like, he's he's not even talking about... Like, he's not... Or it'd be like, or it'd be like Derek Broussard would say, like, oh, I feel like I didn't really get to play my game in Pittsburgh. I I feel like I didn't get a fair shake. And then everyone would be like, this is everything that we gave Derek Broussard. How dare he think that we didn't give him a chance? Yeah. yeah. Or they'll be like... The media as yeah. a collective. Yeah, mean. like, they'll do that. They'll be like, 
okay, they were like, um, Jared McCann had the same amount of time, minutes on Crosby's wing as, uh, as what you're, and I'm like, okay, but he's a winger. Like, he's like a 21 year old <laughs> winger. Like, he, like, oh, I don't yeah, get it. Like, 30. yeah, like, he's that, like, I just, to ask a, a 30 year old, a 30 plus player to, like, one, cut down his minutes, but then, like, play a different position and, like, not to be like I get it I completely get it and Derek was not even mean like and and Sullivan said he was like listen we tried but it just it didn't work out and then I thought that everyone would just be like okay it did work out but no they just hold on it's it's heartbreaking how the Pittsburgh media treats some of the players like it it just is like what's the deal and then like when you confront them they're like us oh oh I guess I I can't write anything like you are you're psychotic you're absolutely psychotic. Like it's like these players are people. Like I understand you have a job to do and you're trying to make your stories interesting, but you're talking about people here. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else, Kevin Chattenkirk? Um. So next up, we have to bid a few fond farewells. Um. So Matt Cullen has announced his retirement after 21 years. Um, and he has joined the Penguins Hockey Operations. He is in a player development role and will work closely with Rutherford, Sullivan, and the coaching staff. And, well, should we split them up? Do we have it? Or should we just do them together? I think you could do them together. Okay. And then, uh, Chris Kunitz also retired. He will forever be known as the greatest hockey player of all time. He retired after 15 seasons, winning four cups, which is as many as Wayne Gretzky. And he was undrafted. Um, and unfortunately, he is joining the Blackhawks in a player development role. I, like, I, that's the thing that kills me. Like, I knew that's, um, I knew that Owen was going to join the Penguins uh, player development. So that wasn't a surprise. But, like, Chris Kudis, like, joining the Chicago team's player development? I know his family has a house in Chicago. <laughs> well, wait, I, I like, thought Goody so. would come back to Pittsburgh. Like, am I the only one who thought? Like, his kids were raised here. Yeah, that's what... How old are they? They're young. Yeah. Okay, so his wife moved to Chicago, and he lived there before he started playing in the NHL. Oh! Wait, his oh, wife yeah. is from Chicago? No, they're, she's from Michigan, but she moved there for a job. Oh! And then he was living with her before he went to Anaheim. Because he was undrafted, so he had time to live a little. Yeah. And then on the topic of retirements, there was sort of, at least I was surprised to see this, um, an article came out, uh, I guess there was a discussion with Alexander Ovechkin, and he suggested that his career may be over sooner than later. Um, He was considering wrapping up after his contract um, finishes out in 2021. Um, he is very concerned about his health moving forward, um, which I think is refreshing to see. And he noted that he would not want to have his limbs shattered as he would rather spend his time running around with children. So that's something that I was a little bit surprised to read, not about the children, just like that he was considering retirement. Um, so yeah, what, what do we think? So I like, first I saw I actually saw that article from a, a Penn's beat writer 
But I, after reading it, like, I don't know. I think he's just, like, I don't think it's, like, a dis- like a definite decision. I think he's just, oh, like, yeah. oh, I mean, like, my contract's up on t- after 2020, and we'll see how I feel and how my body is then. But, like, there was, like, um an article that a Russian news outlet did and then, like, a Caps news outlet did. And the Caps news outlet just kind of showed they were, like, I mean, Ovi's always said that. Like, he's always said, like, we'll see how my health is because, like, people are, like, do you, like, when he's asked, like, do you will you ever surpass like the goals by Wayne Gretzky and he's like I don't know we'll see how like we'll see if I can play that long or like when um people ask him if he would play as long as uh Jaeger Jaeger I don't know why I called it Jaeger Jaeger um he said the same thing about like his age and his health and I think it's and like I agree with you Kelsey I think it's important for players and I think you see this more like players that are older they they realize that like there's a lot more to life after hockey and you don't want to put yourself in a position where like your life after hockey is de- is horrible right does that make sense? yeah mm-hmm. so good for him and like all that baby thing is like oh my god there's gonna be more baby ovies and like yeah i'm ready for it the one thing that kind of stood out to me um and I don't mean this either way, like, I'm sure that getting asked this is, like, kind of, it feels awkward, probably, for them, because they're like, oh, you're getting old, like, can you still play, stuff like that, but, um, I know when, like, Sid, for instance, is asked things like this, he says that he wants to keep playing for a long time, <clears throat> and I just thought it was interesting that Ovi didn't really say that, like, he, it seems almost like he has a, an endpoint in sight, um, and obviously they're two different people, two totally different perspectives, they're just different people, so of course they're going to look at this differently, but I just thought that, that was interesting that you didn't get that, oh, I want to play, I want to keep playing. I think with, um, for me, I think Obi's always had, like, a more um, human aspect to him. <laughs> it's like, where Sid was, like, all about hockey, and it's always all been, been all about hockey. But, like, Ovi, I think marriage and, like, family changes a, a man, and I think you can really see that that change in Ovi where it's like there he's thinking life after hockey or yeah. like and I think for Ovi I think the biggest thing too was that like winning a cup like if he if would he say that if he never if he didn't win, um, so I think that is kind of, you know, that was the one thing that was like everyone would say like oh he can never be that great because he never won a cup or something like that and he has that now and he has his wife and he has his baby with his son and so I can see him. I could see why he would look to that, like wanting a family and like wanting to, you know, be there for his family and have like good years with his kids. Yeah. Whereas like Sid, I don't, I'm not saying that he doesn't, he doesn't think of family first, but like he's still not married and he said, he still said he was like, he's not going to have kids until after hockey. So it's like, when is that going to be? Like, sir, give us a baby Crosby, like (laughs) right now. But you don't um, want your kids to be playing with Nikita? Like, they need to be yeah. around the same age to do that, Sid. Like, get, to get, get it together. I wonder if, yeah, like, I wonder if getting close with, like, Gino's kids and, like, Latang's kids makes him realize that there's more to life after hockey. But who knows? I mean, Sid's all about, like, like a true Leo, he's all about his legacy. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I He always... <laughs> It's so crazy because, like, after all that he's done, I still, like, he just still wants to do more. It's just, like, it's good because I want just one more cup for them, but it's just a lot. It's hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't think that's Ovi. There's the whole, like, he's not from here. 
So, yeah. like, when he's 30, like, his contract's going to end when he's, like, 35. So he'll still have the chance to go home and go to Russia and be with his mom and his dad, his wife and his son. Whereas, like, Sid, he's just, like, up the road in Canada. So it's not that big of a deal <laughs> to just, like, yeah. be done and, like, go home. Like, he doesn't have to. Yeah, true. I hope he doesn't have to go back to Russia either, but he probably will. And then, when is the lockout projected? Is it is it twenty two? I think so. I thought it was um I thought it was after this year because is it Seattle gonna start the year after the lockout? Oh, I don't know. When does the NHL CBA expire? Because <laughs> that's when the lockout's going to happen. It expires after the 2021 2022 season. Okay. So the year so after maybe... that, okay. that's when the lockout's going to happen. Okay. I, I also thought, like, very sentimental when Ovi said that, like, he might not come back after his contract expires because it's like, Ovi, Sid, and Walken are like the yeah. big three in my mind, and if yeah. he retires, then like, like if we go in order from age, then Walken's next, and then Sid's next, and then we'll be gone. Yeah. I always have anxiety in the back of my head that Malkin's contract is up, and like, it's the fact that his contract doesn't at the same time as Sid's contract kills me. <laughs> so nervous like i'm just so 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 nervous it doesn't make any sense but yeah yeah i can't i can't see a league where it's like Sid is playing but like on the capitals oh he's not gonna play yeah. so like, what's the point what? <laughs> honestly i have no idea that is scary i hate how like much things has changed since like i started watching hockey but i know I'm, like, excited for the young kids, but, like, I still want, the, like, my favorite, like, old players to stay around. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, I don't know if that, like... Then I also don't want them to, like, kind of go out. Not, not like, how Yager did, but, like, kind of, yeah. like, whimpered out and then, like, yeah. he wasn't as effective anymore. And I don't want that. Yeah. I want them to go out while they're still good and effective. Yeah. That's something that I was thinking about with Cullen a little bit. I'm like, oh, he should have stopped after the second cup. Yeah. Because, like, that would have been perfect. Like, what a great uncap. Instead, he had, like, two kind of lackluster years. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. But men's, they're pride. They always yeah. think they can do it. Plus, he wanted to come think... back and have fun with his friends. Yeah. Oh, oh, basically, sure. that's literally yeah. what he did. Did they have fun? Keep going. Yeah, like, for sure. Do you think... Wait, when you were saying he wants to come back and play with his friends, were you talking about Cullen? Yes, sorry. Do you think that he had a good and, like, last hurrah? No. <laughs> Just thinking, like, yeah, don't come back for your friends, buddy. It got it got really nasty quick. I was thinking about that with Cullen. I was like, oh, his sons will be back in Pittsburgh with all their friends. But, like, Trevor Gailey's not in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we also have some birthdays coming up. It's Leo season. Um, um, guess whose birthday's tomorrow? Is it Sid? Uh, Herb Brooks. 
He's a Leo. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Do you remember the movie when people were like, oh, do you not let the players talk because you want all the attention on yourself? <laughs> my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, let's okay. just like start talking about the movie. Cause... Yeah. So we did watch Miracle um, recently. <laughs> if you're not familiar, it's following the 1980 men's Olympic team um, and their showdown with the USSR team. It was at like the height of the Cold War. There was a lot of um, tension between the United States and uh, the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was like a clash. And like the Soviet Union, like their red squad, like their national team was like insanely dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Undefeated. Like so dominant. I mean, so have, like, did any of you guys watch the movie before watching it for this? I have a few times, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I never saw I never saw it. And I, my biggest thing is that, like, okay, I always thought that they, they beat the Russians, but they lost. And I was like, oh, okay. Because everyone was like, they beat the Russians, they beat the Russians. So I was like, okay. Or I guess I shouldn't say the Russians, the Soviet Union. Um, I don't know. But um, everyone just talks about how they just beat them. And I was like, oh, okay, so they must have, like, lost. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then... They don't. They win. And I was like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Like, that was the biggest surprise to me. <laughs> for some reason, I always forget that they didn't beat the Russians for the gold. I always forget that it was just, like, oh. a game. Yeah, yeah, like, that was, like, the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the petty final. Yeah, that was so crazy. Okay, so I have, like, some notes here. Okay. Because the last movie, I did it, and I felt like I missed stuff. So... I was like, okay, so the first thing I was like, I just noticed the coach doesn't listen to anyone but himself. Like, Herb <laughs> listened to no one. His wife, the assistant coach, the doctor, like, he listens to no one. Um, but I really like that one co- uh, quote where it was like, um, when they, I forget what, what team they won. It was right before the skate scene where it's like they, they were, um, they like tied it up with some team i don't know if it was like norway sweden. norway okay norway sweden what team was it i know they I, norway's the team that they lost and then he was like skate and then like again, again so, like they, they didn't lose right they, they just tied it and then that was and, it but everybody on the bench was like look at that blonde girl up there look yeah. at that blonde girl up there they're like oh my gosh they breed them up here i was like Jesus <laughs> like these guys there's nothing has changed nothing has changed but when he was like um you you can't win on talent alone because you don't have enough talent. <laughs> I was like, Herb, let him know, because like, you. I mean, they didn't care at that point. They could care less. Like, I felt like the team bonded, but um, they didn't. They weren't. They didn't care about winning. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. They but didn't I, hate each other, but they weren't like. Team, yeah, yeah, like they, but they didn't crave to win. Like they didn't want to win. Yeah. Like they were just like you know, uh, whatever. Because like the whole bench was talking about girls. Like while they were, if they weren't on the ice, it was crazy. But I love that. I feel like it was Kurt Reynolds that was 
playing her as a Kurt Reynolds. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> you have to think about it in 2004. Yeah. Yeah. He wore a lot of turtlenecks. He did. And I liked that. <laughs> I thought Herb was, he was attractive. Like, uh, I, I thought, oh my gosh, I thought, like, everyone was, I thought so many boys on that team were cute. Jack O'Callaghan, you know, oh my gosh, very handsome. Oh my god, he was actually handsome. What's his name? McClanahan, too. Jack, no, not Jack. There was Jack O'Callaghan, and then there was like a Ron McCallaghan, and I was like, (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) the the Irish last names were too much. I, I couldn't figure out who was who. How many times do you think Craig wanted to fight him? So many. He wasn't uh, <laughs> Yeah. See, that's the, the one thing about, like, um, Herb that I, like, wish he would have, like, told anybody else about his plan or his goal. Because, like, no one un- could understand it. Like, no one no one knew what he was doing or what, what was the purpose of all this. Well, at that one point, he, he said, I wrote this down, um, if they, I think Craig said this about, um, herb when he was like if they hate him they won't have time to hate each other yeah yeah so i, I think, think that he yeah oh go ahead go ahead sorry no i was just gonna say he had to like play it close to the chest to keep that going and that's fine and, and i wasn't talking about like him talking to the to the team because like fuck the team the team doesn't like you know the coach <laughs> doesn't have to tell tell the team like what his goals are but i'm saying like like craig and like the the medical staff like the the guy the doctor and i was just like i mean you could tell them that like this this is my goal and like I'm gonna push them to here or like tell him the results of taking the test or stuff like that. I love that he had everyone take that test. I thought it was so funny. And the fact that they were filling it out in a bar drinking beer, I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, oh my gosh. And then oh one other thing I did I I had no idea that Boston and Minnesota had like a rivalry. Is that like still a thing now? I don't maybe it was like Frozen Four. Well, I guess it's college hockey. Okay. And they probably end up playing each other a lot. Yeah. Uh, but those Boston accents, I could not deal. I was like, I like loved it a little bit, and I was like, oh like, gosh. when he was ready, when he like fought the other one for whatever, I was like, oh my god, stop! But then I was like, oh <laughs> you're so fake. <laughs> Wait, so wait, Jack O'Callaghan was the one that hurt himself and then who was the guy that he fought? I thought he fought Rizzo. No, 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 he didn't fight Rizzo. No. He fought the Minnesota boy. Remember? Oh, is that not Rizzo or is that O'Callaghan? That's, um, because he, I'm sorry, I thought we were talking about him. He is the dream, he was the dreamiest boy on that team. He had, like, the dark, the dark hair, the guy that Rizzo, I mean, that Jack fought. I think that's I think that's McCallahan. <laughs> I thought he was so cute. Yeah, that fought him. Okay, um, but I also like, I also like Jack. O'Callahan. Yeah, Jack was that. the problematic one that I was like, oh my. <laughs> I literally wrote because his name was OC, so I wrote OC a bitch, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like Jack O'Callahan, spicy but fine question mark. Oh, like you? Are you okay? Like, no. <laughs> gosh. Uh, like, for one second? 
Where is it? Okay, here. I really like the goalie. I was like really rooting. Oh for my him. gosh, I was so rooting for the goalie. Oh, same. And when um he was like, "I'll take your test," and then the coach was like, "I want the kid that wouldn't take the test." I was like, yeah. "Oh my!" Yeah. I was like, "Matt Murray. <laughs> this is Matt Murray. Like, like when he's on his game, top. But... You can't beat him." And no one would respect him at the end of the at the end of the um russia game they were just like letting every pass I every like, shot through. and then he was like maybe i played you too much he was like that's my net he was like it's 10 you let 10 goals it's everybody's net i was like oh. please i would never oh. talk that like that never <laughs> but he definitely that like that made that's that quote though kelsey that you said like he to get them fired up he just made them pissed at him which like kind of like made it suck but like at, but like they still loved him because like at Christmas, they still were like, "Coach, coach!" Like they still wanted this. <laughs> they still crave his attention. But did they give him a whip? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And they were like, "Yeah." So, so it was McClanahan that fought O'Callahan, who was like the cute one. I think they both were cute. Hold on. Yeah, they were, but like McClan McClanahan was like. Oh my gosh, like if he met my parents, like my parents would really like him. And O'Callahan was like, he would never call you that. Yeah. Oh no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't, no. But those flows, that's actually what I wrote. Oh my god, their hair was like amazing. (laughs) I was like, am I just like a hair? Like, nah, like what's wrong with me? Oh my gosh, okay, Rob McClanahan. McClanahan and O'Callahan. I think Rob was the cuter one. Like, yeah, he's the yeah, sweet one you cute. take home to your parents, but, yeah, the other one. But, no, 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 I, the sweet one you take home to your parents, Mike Rizzo, or Arizona, or, yeah. Uh, Orizoni? Orizoni? He's the one that, Rizzo. Was he the one that, like, hurt himself, and then the coach was, like, do up, and then to, like, do, like, some reverse psychology yeah. on him? And no, 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 was, that was like, Rob McClanahan. He was like, I'm hurting. He was like, you said your pants. He's like, would you call me? You heard me. I was like, this is getting out of control. He was like, you're not a hockey player. I'm a hockey player. I'm a goddamn hockey player. (laughs) But that's where that negative mentality of playing hurt came in. I know, I know. It was like, God damn it. I was like, in in a movie, I love it. But like, in In a YouTube game series, I I hate it. Please stop. Um, So... There is a scooter in here, and I was just like, is this yes. like the... Wait, there's a scooter and there's a scooter. I was like, is this like the scooter family? And then I looked it up, and you know, Ryan Scooter? Yeah. The mm-hmm. on Minnesota, I guess that's like his uncle or something. Are you like, serious? Yeah. Um, He was the brother of Gary Scooter and father, oh, and father of current NHL player Ryan Scooter. Okay. So wait, that's his father? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's, I was wondering if it was, but then I was like, maybe Suter's just like a common Minnesota last name. Yeah. But hockey players breed other hockey players, so I'm sure. That's yeah. true. Um, oh, the one thing when the, when Russia came over to play the U.S. in, uh, in New York, I wrote, I wrote at, that they were at MSG. I was like, oh, disgusting. Where, where else would they play in New York? Um, so wherever. Like, on the street. <laughs> I don't care. Like, MSG, like, I was just like, ugh. But then, like, what trophy was it that they won that they were skating around with? 
Oh, so when they played like the NHL All Stars, yeah, yeah. Um, they they beat them. So I guess they won a trophy for beating them. Yeah, no, but I was what like what trophy was like what NHL trophy was that? I wonder. Um, but while like I was like watching that, and I was thinking like, um, I was like, I wonder what like I wonder who's like was Malkin's favorite player on the Russian team. Yes. I wonder how they think about it. Yeah. I was thinking they Boris Oh, the cap. Boris, Mikhail... Oh, okay. Mikhailov? Yeah. There were so many, like, like, um, Russian last names that are in the league now. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, it was like Zadorov. I was like, that's Zonko! <laughs> I was also wondering, like, what if they actually used, like, USA players that were in the, like, the NHL to actually, like, be in the Olympics if it would be different because we didn't have Russian players in the NHL at that time. Like, if... Because they used amateur players. They didn't use, like, professional hockey players. So I was wondering, like, if they had, like, professional hockey players, like, how it would be different. Or if it'd be better. Russia or the 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 U.S.? US. So Russia played the the all-star U.S., uh, the all-star NHL players. And they yeah, beat they them. Herb Brooks as their coach. Yeah, but Herb probably <laughs> wouldn't have coached all the All Stars because he said in the beginning he was like, I, they're like he let go a lot of really good players, and he was like, they're like these are good players, and he was like, I'm not looking for good players. Like I know the players that I want that can play the role that I need them to. And I was like, Ooh. that one scared me. That <laughs> yeah, okay. Me. <laughs> so me and Andy talked about that, and I have some questions. I mean, I have some comments on that, but. <laughs> What was the last thing? Oh my gosh. All right. So I loved this one part where, like, before they play the big game, and like Herb was saying, like, oh, I'm not like a big game speech. Like, I can't make speeches. But he said this. He was like, great moments come from great opportunities, which is something that I've heard before. But like, and that's in that moment and in like the opportunity that they're about to have, like, I just was so, it just was so, it just meant so much to me. I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a good, like, motivational line like oh my god there were a lot of good ones like when it, during practice herb also said um passes come from the heart i was like oh, <laughs> oh my god i love that i just like loved herb i think but during that game i was like i had so many questions i was like slash no call i was like what's right. the ref doing and then i was like why is the doctor on the bench because <laughs> I was like, please, he's a doctor. Why is why is he on the bench? And then um, I was like, second goal was icing. <laughs> it was clearly <laughs> icing. And I was like, oh, you can run the goalie and score, no problem, <gasps> or no no uh, concussion Goals protocol. Interference. And I, was like, I was like, all these things, like nothing. Okay. Um, and then Herb kept saying like, play your game. And I kind of was like, I was kind of like, yeah, Herb did remind me of like back in the day, Mike Sullivan. Me too. But I was kind of like, well, Herb, aren't you taught them the Russians game? So isn't it like play their game? That's kind of like, oh, but I'm kind of confused. But yeah. And then I was like, for sure, Rizzo's goal was my favorite goal. Like out of every goal scored. Like in the whole movie, Rizzo's goal. Like he, he was first of all, how sweet was it that every single goal that the U.S. scored, they ran out into the ice and celebrated? 
Like that's <laughs> too many men on the ice. Like that's a penalty. But the, goal, the the ref wasn't looking at that. Um, and then, oh my gosh, that one moment where um, McClanahan or McCallahan or Jack. Anyway, Jack like made that huge hit so they can get score. I was like, oh my goodness. And then you could just tell like the Russians coach, like he's ne- he never was put in that position where his team wasn't like completely dominant. And so like when Herb had that one that one moment where like he had like a new team uh go on like at like two seconds or new line go on at like two seconds, three seconds before the game ended and they scored that late that late time goal in the first period. The yeah. Russians were like Oh my gosh, but like that's when you say like don't give up. Like you have to do a full like a, the full twenty minutes because like you know it's plays like that. You don't want to let in a late goal. The whole like I just it was crazy when everyone was chanting USA. Just loved it so much. I got like teams. Yeah, I was like I got like very <laughs> like. Oh my god. The again team though. And that was oh, really yeah. just like. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. I'm committed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the lights turn off. Yeah. Oh my god. And they're just like, okay, time to go. Yeah, and then Herb, Herb was like, the lights don't dismiss you. I do. I was like, oh my god, how many times have I heard that? Like, the bell does. And they were like, again. And then the Craig would try to act like. I kept thinking that Craig was going to leave. And I was like, no, Craig, don't leave, yeah, don't leave. I thought that too. He would be like, but then like he would pause, I think, to give them more time to like catch their breath. But I can't imagine skating. Like, do you know how long they, they skated for? I wonder how long like it really was. But they needed to be back skated. They really yeah. did. Yeah. That was like, it was embarrassing. I was like, Herb, do it. I was like, I'm sick of these kids. Did he coach like that in Minnesota? No, no. Remember, um, Ron, Ryan, or Ron, I think it's like Ron McClanahan was like, he plays for Herb, and he was like, he's never played like this. And then even the the doctor was like, I've never seen Herb like this. But it's different because he was saying, he was like, I'm not, I think it was like, I'm not trying to win championship. I'm trying to beat the Soviet Union. You know, which was two different, you know, two different, like, goals, so. Yeah. And also, I think he had, like, a chip on his shoulder because he had been cut from the Olympic Yes, team. which you don't realize until, like, someone says it. Freaking yeah. Jack. Like, telling her <laughs> business. <laughs> I know, but Jack's still, uh, Jack's such a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, yeah, like, because remember, he got, like, fired up when they pulled them, when, like, on the bus scene when they pulled him to the side. It was like, well, we're, wait, he didn't say that. Someone else was like, we're yes. a family. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I like, when he said that, I like had to like pause it because I had like tears in my eyes. I was like, oh my God. Because I was like, and then he like, like, yo, Herb did not care because like, everyone was confronting him. And he was like, I guess I know how you feel, Rizzo. And Rizzo was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it wasn't Rizzo. It wasn't Rizzo. Like me screaming at the TV. Like, God. I would have married Rizzo, like, for real. Like, low-key. He's sweet. I lost it when they were pushing the play. And then he was like, the moose is fine. (laughs) Because they hit the moose. His wife was like, yeah, so the moose. He's like, it's okay. I was like, oh my god. I was like, is this her, like, trying to condition them? That's what I thought, too. And then, like, I saw they were in the blizzard. I was like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> it's like they're just randomly pushing a plane, but um, but yeah, I I do want to I do I think so. I remember everyone saying that like this movie tarnished USA for the rest because they just they ended up not picking like um what is it super skilled players for like ro- grinders and stuff. But I feel like, I mean, that may be true, but I feel like USA Development or whoever picks the Olympics or whatever, they took it out of context because, like, first of all, no coach for the for the Olympics studied a team like Herb studied the Soviet Union. Like, right. he knew everything. Like, that little binder that he had that had every single play, like, he studied the Russians. Like, and then also... <clears throat> No, no team like that the U.S. Um, constructed since then had that much time together because they had seven months to just like only play together and like work hard and practice, practice, practice. Like teams now don't have that for the Olympics. Yeah, I right. mean, um, the women's team did. They were centralized, but like, yeah. and then they won. <laughs> yeah, and. Then we have the men's. Exactly. So this Which, time. Yeah. And they just, I mean, I, maybe now since the NHL doesn't allow their players to do it, we can maybe have something like that. But I just feel like, <clears throat> I just feel like if USA Hockey did do this, they took it out of context. And they, like, they didn't really get the core of the, of the, the core message of the movie, in my opinion, because it's like, I mean, like, Herb's studied and like their main goal was to beat one team like they beat other teams yes because they started they were so conditioned like that was the biggest thing to me it was like the players then like they did not work out as hard as players now do but the they the whole team could skate like everyone could skate everyone could keep up everyone's like tolerance level was if not to the max of any other skater around them like any on any other team um they they all could outskate each other because that's how hard her push them and players now like i mean you could say like <clears throat> who's that one guy that they always oh like who's that one guy ryan Suter maybe <laughs> <I'm thinking> of, <laughs> but yeah. like older defensemen like role players like jack johnson all the none of those players can skate like the the players in he was on the usa team yeah he's been on because team usa of the past was built to beat canada to beat canada you need to beat Sid, so they would get like people that they thought would beat Sid. So Brandon Dubinsky made Team USA specifically for that reason. Yeah, that's like, dude, it's like crazy how Sid has like impacted so many people's careers. Like Brandon Dubinsky never needs to be anywhere near like, uh, <laughs> Olympic team. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Um. So the fact that that's crazy. But, like, okay, but here's the thing. The coach, whoever was the coach, didn't study the film to beat Canada. Like, right, right, right. didn't study the film. And he didn't put players in the best positions to beat Canada. Right. And I think that's what I mean. I think that's what people mean when, like, they say that, yes, it's good, but it kind of set Team USA back a little bit. Because, like, I feel like now... I would say that 
fact that USA didn't have the talent level really to even if they did put all their best players on the ice to like beat Canada or like any like world power or whatever. I feel like now they actually do. And if they don't like use those guys' potential, then that'll be their fault and no one else's. So you're saying that USA before wanted to didn't have enough talent to win. Yeah. Alone. They, exactly. <laughs> but, and they but also no, I, didn't utilize the system yeah. to... Yeah. Well, see, I feel like... I mean, I don't know... I don't know. I feel... I I just think it's crazy to, to say that a team or, like, the, a, a certain event set USA Hockey back because they misinterpreted the, the, the story. Like... They didn't get it. Like they messed it up. Like the USA Hockey is bad because USA the men that USA Hockey that run USA Hockey are bad. They do not want to change. And it's so funny because when her the beginning of the the movie you see how like small closed minded and small minded USA Hockey is. Like it literally took a mirror and showed you to USA Hockey and showed them and then they're like, okay, this is how to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Like and USA Hockey is still like, huh okay, so we just need to do it this way and did a completely different way. So, like, it's so crazy because, like, he was saying, oh, the NHL will never change and, like, oh, USA Hockey, the men were, like, fighting with Herb to, like, not go his way, but it, at the same the same time, USA Hockey still continued to do exactly what they've always done, which is misinter... Like, just not comprehend things the right way. Like to be, <laughs> Brandon Dubinsky doesn't even shut down Sid. Like he hurts him. Like that. Like if you wanted to hurt Sid, I guess. But like here's the thing. Like if you can't stop uh, Crosby's line, like you have three other lines, and you could like kind of study a goalie and see it that way. Like I I don't know. I don't know how to be Canada, but I'm saying it's. The way to beat Canada is not to do what the USA is doing. Right. Well, I just want the USA to be better. Well, the men, because the women are already really great. Yeah, and I, th- I think it goes to show like how much like those seven like months of training together help. Mm-hmm. Like, would you guys like? Do you want? Star play like star NHL players on the on the national team. Yes, I do. I just like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's like because like I want what I want is I want a team committed and I want a team to have time to build chemistry. Right, right, right. The way the system is built right now, yeah, it's it's really difficult for NHL yeah. players to do that. Exactly, and I can understand why they weren't there in the first place. So, would you guys watch this again? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. I'm going to see if I can get my sister to watch it. What was your favorite part of the movie? I think the again scene. <laughs> and then when he was like, he plays for USA. Yeah. Wow. That was like poetic. When you like, did that tweet about Joel Farabee, I literally teared up. Like, I was like, he does play for UC USA. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like that one. What was yours, Kelsey? 
I think that same part. I love that part. Yeah. He plays with the United States of America. I'm like, wow, am I am I an American? Like, <laughs> like am I? <laughs> yeah. I also That's liked funny. when he was like, because we're a family. And I was just like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. I think um I think that was my favorite part was the bus part because I do really like uh Rizzo and I kind of felt bad for that new kid. Um but I liked that like it was kind of like you could see her be like a little bit human because it was like kind of like he wanted his strategy to be implemented on the team, obviously, and he wanted them to bond. And here they are bonding, and it's kind of like thrown back into his face. Do you, do you think that he ever intended to have that kid on the team, or do you think he was like a like a tool to get the team to band together? No, I th- I mean from what I've seen, I thought that he like wanted he wanted the kid on there to score. Because I before then I think it was like he was looking at Rizzo and was like I need you to score like come on like and then here that kid is on that line and he scores. Rizzo was so upset. He was so upset, but like he was like you could tell that he was like such a good person that he would like bow out gracefully because he wants the team. He like wants his his family to win, even if it's without him. The football scene was making me so nervous. For some reason, I thought someone was going to, like, fall and, like, seriously injure themselves. <laughs> I was like, I thought someone was going to get hit by a car. I was like, are they in the middle of the road? Like, where are they? Yeah. And I also really liked, um, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but when the media asked if he was trying to keep the attention on himself, and then in the next press conference, he didn't come. Yeah, and then the guy's face afterwards, I was like, yeah, you piece of beep. I was like, that's what he said. <laughs> Don't doubt her. Like, I was... Is that not like, Josh Yohe and Jason That's Yohe. literally Josh Yohe and Jason Yohe. But, um, we talked about this a little bit, but, like, her, like, low-key reminded me of, like, back-of-the-day Sullivan. Yeah. yeah. That Although Klaus probably where Sully probably got some yes. of his tactics. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it was okay, but then when you when we talked about it, I was just like I I don't think Herb's method of coaching is sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think it was really good for the Olympics. Because right. it is a short amount of time. Because he, like, he's not like that as a regular coach. Right, right, yeah, right. that's what. Because that's what um, Ron McCannahan, McCallahan, McCallahan, McCallahan. Yeah, because he was and saying like, he's like, no, he's not like that. And I think Tornarella does the whole like he would rather have the players hate him than yeah. like hate each other, but like that's very short lived. Yeah, and I think. Sully used to be like a really good tactician, but I don't know if he is anymore. And like play your game, <laughs> like so. I think a lot of those messages were stale, so I don't think it's um his coaching style is very sustainable. No, I, I definitely agree. I agree. Oh, God. Herb, but he died at Penguin. He did. Oh my gosh. Okay. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Like. Such a good story. Yeah. Are we all set then? Yeah. Any 
last thoughts all right um so that's everything for this week on where's my stick thank you so much for joining us um if you have any questions comments concerns feedback always feel welcome to reach out to us at where's underscore my underscore stick on twitter um if you like please leave a five-star rating and a review on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts um, we're also available on Spotify and Stitcher. And if there's anywhere else you would like to hear us, just let us know and we'll try to get on there as well. Um, yeah, so, and we will see you next week. Bye! Bye! Cruise Bye. <laughs> on a leg is a hell of a long way from the heart, you candy. What'd you call me? You heard me.